Huzzah for the tipper, baby! And greetings to Her Majesty, Miss Shauna Kofin, who is here for this after show of American Princess on After Buzz TV, coming up right now. You're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz. <laughs> You're just dancing to him at hey. Yeah, it wasn't even music yet. We're already dancing. We're also hyped to Huzzah! I was like, we were dancing to imaginary music for it's a second. It's in my head. <laughs> Welcome, 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 everybody. This is After Buzz TV and the American Princess, whose show is on? I mean, can we turn it down, turn it down, turn it down. <laughs> this is After Buzz TV and the American Princess After Show. We are going to recap episode Y. What is it called? Why? Why are you Romeo? Episode four. But until we get to that, I want to acknowledge our special guest in the house, Miss Shauna Kofet, a.k.a. Maggie the Queen. All hail the Queen. Woo! I was saying off camera, I was saying off camera, I'm so obsessed with you on the show. Obsessed I with you. Happy. Hey. I, why am I just dancing? Like, what is wrong with you? We've got the queen energy. That's we got why. the queen energy. But before we get into the conversation, let's introduce ourselves so that everybody listening and watching knows who we are. I am the moderator, Carla Renata, and sitting next to me is I'm Kelsey Hightower. Sitting next to me. Hi guys, Haley J. <laughs> And I'm Taylor Gates. Cool. Now that we know who everybody is, let's get into the conversation. We're ready. Ooh, honey. Now, the episode, we found out at the end of the episode why it was called what it was. Because I was like, throughout the episode as it was going on, I'm like, well, who, who, is, it, who is the damn Romeo? I can't figure this out. Like, who, who is Romeo? And then we found out that it's not who the Romeo is. It's where, what did he say? Why? why? No, why is, the title was why. Are you Romeo? But at the end of the episode, he said, let me find it. He said, why? He said, why? Because they're talking about um, where? where art thou Romeo? That's it. Where art thou Romeo? So it's not really, why are you Romeo? No, it's opposite. He was saying everyone, right? He was saying yeah. everyone thinks it's where, it's where is Romeo, but is the, no one would think it's why. Romeo. Okay, right. see, that's why y'all you are here. It right. The <laughs> whole I had it right. Time. I had it right, and I, okay, so I messed yes. it up. You're arguing against yourself. I just messed it up. We, we need to brush up on our Shakespeare guys. I know, just, just wrong. <laughs> really got to do that. But throughout the course of the show, if you're joining us for the first time, this is what's going to go down. We're going to talk to Miss Shauna. We're going to have a millennial moment for my girl Kelsey. We're going to have some news with Miss Haley. And then we're going to have some shout outs in the YouTube chat room by Miss Taylor. Let's shout some people out, shall Absolutely. we? Absolutely. Let's do that. Okay, yeah. so last week we actually had a couple of awesome comments. Guys, leave the comments after if it's like too late in your time zone, whatever. Definitely leave a comment <laughs> even if you're not in the live chat. We had some great people in there. We had John Sherman, who's actually a writer on the show, so thank you so much for watching. Okay, John Sherman. Yes, <laughs> so exciting. He schooled us about the difference between medieval versus Elizabethan um, like Renaissance periods, which Ooh. is very cool. So, well, all right then, we, I'm gonna take a sip on that. Yeah, we just keep on <laughs> learning, which is awesome. And Eileen Sullivan, who has actually been to a Renaissance fair, she said in the comments. So, thank you guys so much for tuning in and letting us know that you love the show as much as we do. Yeah, and who do we have in the chat room right now? We have a lot of people. We have Lorraine Rosenberg. We have Kimmy Sylvester. Um, yeah, those are the two main people. So you guys keep joining if you're here. And Kimmy and Lorraine, thank you for being part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Thank yeah. you, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. All right, but before we get into the 
our overall thoughts about this episode. Let's talk to Miss Shauna for a second. So I did a little research on you, as you know, I should because that's my job. Because <laughs> it's my job. <laughs> that's my job. And I found out that you, I was so fascinated with the fact that the Queen's English comes so easy to you. And then I realized why, because you studied at the Royal she Theater. Was like, oh, she's just affected. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, she's real affected. But no, you studied at the Royal National Theater. How did you end up over there studying? It was a summer program. So it was just a couple months jammed in and I had some great teachers and it was sort of a semester during college years. So I was at Northwestern and then I went abroad for a little summer and into the fall and then back. Did you find there was any difference in the way, because I think there's a big difference in the way they teach you the classics here as opposed to how they teach you over there. It's great. It's great. I mean, I feel like we have good training and um, more the contemporary playwrights, but they really, there's nobody like the Brits to teach the Brits, I'm sorry, but it's <laughs> true. true. I mean, even just the technique of it, the the rhythmic, the iambic pentameter, all that stuff, um, they sort of give you that structure and they drill it into you. And then you can layer everything else on top of it, you know. Girl, you layer wonderfully. How did you mm-hmm. end up getting this role? I'm fascinated with how you got this role. Oh, it was just these women and men. <laughs> this is Genji Cohan, she... And Tara Herman, Mark Burley, her producers, and Jen Houston, who's her main casting director, they always populate their worlds with people who look like human beings. So a lot of times, as an actor, you're walking into a room thinking, like, I'm not as pretty as all the people are going to be seeing for this. I'm not as young. I'm not as whatever. Because it's the experience we often have with execs. Mm-hmm. But this is not that world. Genji does not run that kind of world. And Jamie Dembo is an amazing human being, and she created the show. And so you walk in on a sort of level playing field knowing that if you're the right actor for the role, your chances are pretty good at getting it. So it takes it takes all the extra pressure off because you're mm-hmm. just going in as you as opposed to you trying to be like your prettiest self. Because mm-hmm. I was going to say, because you know here in yeah. L.A. when people, I'm an actress as well, yeah. and we actually have something in common. You and I both have worked with Matthew Broderick. Oh! <laughs> I love him. I, I know. Him. I love Matthew. But as I act, when I was, and we also have this in common. We're both from the Midwest. You're from Illinois. I'm yeah. from Missouri. So from there you have it. Yeah, and you're Indiana. Indiana. Yeah. Over here. Yeah. It's a little Midwest spot. Little, love yeah. it. But this is what I was going to say. As an actress, I found that being an actress in New York is very different than being an actress here. Like when you go to audition for stuff in New York, you just go dress like I could literally go to an audition like this Absolutely. and audition for the Queen and nobody would care. Absolutely. But here in LA, it'll say auditioning for Queen Elizabeth and folk will come dress as Queen Elizabeth. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but- Absolutely. I borrowed my daughter's tutu, which I did wear <laughs> around my neck. That's amazing. Yeah. Did I was you like, really? well, finally, Your costumes are amazing. I'm always looking at all oh. the details, but thinking, oh uh, does that get really hot? Uh, yes, mm. but it's worth it. It's amazing. Beth Morgan, who's a designer, and the, her whole team. They just, it's killer. And it's, I'm, I'm sort of like a, a trip, a stumbler, and I like bump into doorways. <laughs> and this dress is so heavy that it just sort of keeps me oh, moving like on a level plane. You know what I mean? It makes oh, you keep that God. posture straight. Mm-hmm. Let's yeah. go back. Let's revisit. You went, showed up to the audition wearing your daughter's tutu around your neck. Right? <laughs> yeah. You had to gloss to over that. That was I drove creative. over it too, and I was like, yes. Yes, it's true. true. (laughs) Owned that from the way. So you were saying that it feels different. It felt different auditioning. Did you feel that like walking into the room like the first time you auditioned? Yes, and that's I had done a pilot with Genji and that same producing team before. Oh, okay. So So and I knew, yeah, there was history there, and they're just like they're humanists. Do you feel more comfortable because you had that past experience with her? I did. I did, and 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 I knew that the first time had been a nice experience, and I knew that I had been 
viewed as an actor, not as, right. you know what I mean, all the other things. That's great because even if the role didn't work out, just having that experience be positive makes you want to keep going and working Absolutely. with a team that genuinely cares. Absolutely. You just feel like the, the playing field is level and it's a supportive and kind room of people who like respect one another. And That's and what I you want to hear great. Yeah. All about auditions and stuff because it's such a scary thing and it's yes. so refreshing to just hear that, that you're like, I was comfortable, I could just go in and feel comfortable being myself wearing my daughter's tutu. Yeah. <laughs> And I think now more than ever, we want to see all different types of people represented. So the fact that you didn't feel like you had to put on this L.A. persona and right. you could be yourself and you see all different types of people. I think that's why, as an audience, we love this show because it does have that authenticity of real people. Of people that look like human mm-hmm. beings, that look like you and me and our neighbors. And all of their shows do that. And I think that's what makes them more accessible and engaging. And they reflect the world around us. Like There's a comfort there. Please, all those, yeah. Absolutely. Well, Lorraine, in the chat room, said that she really appreciates the costumes are actually quite accurately constructed. Yes. So, yay for the costumes. I think we know. I, Lorraine, <laughs> I, she has done some time in the Ren Fairs. So she <laughs> that great. is pure comedy. I also want to ask you about this. You had you got a Drama, do, a drama Desk nomination because you're a theater doll too. Yeah. So you got a Drama Desk nomination for a, this, was this a show you created? No, no. It's a Sheila Stevenson play that uh, Experiment with an Air Pump. She's this amazing mm-hmm. British playwright and mm-hmm. I played a Scottish maid with a... Um, Sort of a, a hunchback. Like I love how you're Scottish in one thing. You're like very British in another. Like a hunchback, and you're like a ballerina pose, and like this show, like the rain. Add it to the resume. That is pure comedy. All right, so let's start talking about a little bit about the episode, shall we? Oh, so good. Such a good episode. I'm excited. Yes. So let's just, first of all, every episode, I'm that chick that's like catching all the little dialogue, coconutisms. I am. I'm that girl because I will laugh out. Well, you heard me. I will laugh out loud and be talking to the screen like I'm at home by myself. It's so sad. But (laughs) no, it's good. It's good commentary. It's so sad. But I love the fact that when De- we found out that Delilah had a son. Yeah. Yeah. And then that he coming. decided he was going to name himself <laughs> Fartbox. Yes. Fartbox. <laughs> okay, yeah. to be fair, the kind of names they have on the show, I'm like, that seems reasonable. That, yeah. <laughs> that would be fitting. Yeah. What's wrong with that? It was pure comedy. And then I loved how we watched Amanda trying to get get into the the groove of the huzzah thing and everything <laughs> she starts talking and she starts saying Kate Blanchett like that's going to help her get that accent a little better that made me laugh out loud it was funny she was really funny and then I and what I really loved is when is when Brian came in with you and you're like you missed the Stanislavski warm up <laughs> and then y'all start doing a full on ballet bar and <laughs> yeah, sweet boy lifted me so many times oh, really I was like oh god I'm so sorry I'm so sorry he's like so did y'all was that improv or was that in the script we we sort of worked it out uh, the day before I, I think the warm up was in the script and then we were like should we figure something out that is hilarious. I love that y'all no. did that zip zap zop thing. Right? Because that's do we love do y'all know about zip zap zop? Okay, really. so, so let me teach y'all how to do zip zap zop real quick. So this is what happens. Zip zap zop is a improv exercise to help get you in the present. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times as actors, the longer you do a production, you kind of just get complacent and you check out and you just kind of wait for your cue line to say your 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 next word or sentence or monologue or whatever it is. So zip zap zop keeps you in the present. So what happens is if I go to you and I go zip. Do I say zap? 
Yeah, if you but want to, to anyone, oh, in the room. but you to oh. anyone in the room, and then they have to do it to someone else. But whoever screws up, then you're out. I'd be so bad <gasps> at so it. Is- <laughs> Zip, zap, zop? Zip, zap, zop. Okay. And you have to say exactly what the person just said to you. and Or you can change it. But if you change it, like if I say zip to her and then she looks at you and she zap. says zap, you have to say zap unless you change it and you say zop to somebody else. But whoever the person is that doesn't catch on real quick, they're out. Did you get that? I'm already terrified. I, I know this game, but this? I think you'd play a more advanced version. <laughs> the whole, like, changing it no. up thing gets me. That's yeah. okay. Is that a practice? Can I, we do, like, I, a I, rehearsal real quick? I'll have me, Kelsey, and, and Shauna will do it. Okay. So zip. Zap. Zap. Zip. Zip. See? messed up. You see what I mean? Zip. Zip. I, did, did I always thought it was zip, zap, zap, zip, zap, zap. Yeah, zap, no, girl. Zip, zip. The, oh, <laughs> I forget the director that taught us how to do it, but it was intense. And sometimes in rehearsal, this was the first thing we would do in rehearsals when we would start a show. We would do this exercise, and it would be first thing in the morning, like right after exhausted child. Oh, and it, oh, we no. spent 15 minutes doing that, and I would be mentally exhausted. I'm like, I need a nap. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's time to start working right after that. Huh? <laughs> it's it's hilarious. Funny. All right. Um, so now that we had that little game, go know, ahead. What were you going to say something? Okay. So you said that um, you did you rehearsed it a little bit before, but you did a lot of takes on this, probably. So did you keep it consistent every time? The little the mini dance number yeah. we did. Okay. We did. Yes. Everything else, like the mirroring and everything. The mirroring that... we were able to play with. Okay. Like I think we have the general shape of that, but then the tiny little lift and dance that, that was the had same to be on point. Yeah. On point. That was <laughs> pure, pure comedy. And had y'all, I don't know about y'all, but I had never heard the term hive parenting before tonight. Oh, I've heard it. I haven't. Yeah. Did you hear it? New. I feel like it's a new one. It was probably on yeah. Goop or something. You guys are very, yeah. very relevant. I know you said it was a little bit ago now filming, but all of the references, that's what I love in particular, are so, even with the most hated Bachelor, I was like, yes. that is so like, good. So like, right it's now, yeah. so right on. I hate saying it's so on brand, but yeah. like all the yes and just yeah. like the little phrases, yeah. they really make it for me. It's so oh, funny. That's good. That's that true. makes you happy. Lorraine is in the chat room. I love Lorraine. Lorraine is all up in it to win it. Thank you, girl. Hey, Lorraine. Lorraine is like she says that they play zip zap zop all the way from the green room to the glade and it's the best and she said they also point at random objects and name them like she would be doing the advanced version because yeah, we were just pointing so. at people but that's she pure might comedy. win she might she, win that well, she, she's totally won that I'm like ooh okay and so now they, uh, Lee has told Maggie yeah. uh, the queen has told her that they have to infuse a little alcohol because they need to sell some more tickets and she's like I'm so not having that so undignified so she was, <laughs> she was, he was like she, she was like the queen's tea and she was trying to make her case about you know the little girls like to come and have tea with the queen and and he's like look at it as a like a royal night out and and she's like what are we going to call it the queen's pub crawl and that's exactly what it ended so up being sad. called it looks fun it did look fun <laughs> I would pay $60 for it. They pay $60 for it. I would do it, too. I'd but what like, was that? pricey. When they said $60, six. I'm like, damn, that's, that's a lot of money. You just have to drink I, your $60. I was about to say, it's a drinks, you know. Yes. But what I found telling in that moment is this is the first moment, I think, that the queen actually admitted that she don't care for women that much. Because she called them haters. I know. Am I wrong in that? That was the first time she did that. I think you're right. I think she sort of was on the, like, bruised end of probably some friendships in New York City. Where it can be sort of competitive and brutal, and I think she realized that she was sort of on her own, and that's why she retreated to the Ren Fair. I know, and then she sort of keeps her queenly distance and is afraid to like dabble in too many female friendships. But I so, love that you're so connected there. with the character. I almost feel like I saw her just now I, a little bit. You yeah. can see her come out. She popped out. 
She popped out for a second. I love it. She did. She popped out for a second. Come out anytime. <laughs> <laughs> who was it? I mean, who was it that said that? What character was in this? I love this too. These references, most of them I love because it reminds me of something in my childhood. So there was somebody that, that talked about. Uh, cutting their widow's peak or shaping up their widow's peak. Oh, yes. Mary. 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 And you said, I'm looking like Count Chocula. I <laughs> hollered. Because I don't even think they sell Count Chocula. I, don't think I was going to say, I don't even know if they sell. They must still sell them there. Mary will be here forever. Oh, Mary is there. We're all dead. There will be cockroaches. I feel like everyone's yeah. tried that at some point. There's a when yeah. you said that, I Hollered! I'm like, oh, she's got jokes. And then, so now you're at the fair, and you you've succumbed to this thing about you know the alcohol and everything. And when they said chug your horniness, I'm like, mm. Mm-hmm. you're like, this is gonna go south. I'm like, this yes. is gonna go real bad, real quick. Cool. Especially since she's used to like her little martinis. She's not yeah. used to like booze on booze followed by sangria. Yeah, which I it's have when to you mix pay. it. Yeah, don't mix. No mix. I mean, so I've heard, you know, oh, right? You know, just friendly. Girl, it's, there. it's too late to make that disclaimer it's, all, it's already gone down south you can't even try to fix that fine fine Huzzah. and then she put her hand Huzzah. down like no I have to pay you a compliment though because um, your acting playing kind of a drunk queen is very believable wow. there are a lot of actors who you they play the drunk um, character and you can just tell that they're like I'm drunk, you know, <laughs> and you're like, "Oops, I'm falling." But I, it's believable oh, with you, you. And because you keep your accent, plus you're slurring a little bit, and I mean, it's just I remarkable. Would agree with that. I would agree with that. A tiny, tiny bit of experience. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like even with actors with experience, yes, you're it's, right. You're right. It doesn't always right. Right. Yeah, I would say this is an art, and oh, you have mastered thank it. You. Well, thank you. <laughs> Can I? Ju- I just have to share with you because, honey, Miss Lorraine Ruth Rosenberg in the chat room, she her. is all here for you. That girl, a crowd. She's all yeah. here for you. And she says, she says, fun fact, we one time did a joint rehearsal with the Queen's Court and Pub Crawl, and we had a full parade screaming cheers for the Queen and Leopard King, and it was the best day of my life. She said, I am forever calling drunk lady spirited wenches. I agree. Yes. I want a t-shirt. Like, spirited, <laughs> spirited wench. Wench. I'm not yes. drunk. I'm a spirited wench. I love it. I think I we might it. have to, we might have I to make some like of those. That. I kind of like that. That could be a thing, guys. for that. That's I'm a squad Can we, like, patent our idea right now, though, before they know? Yeah. Yes. Let's write that right. down. Get in writing. And, and I also love that somebody said, cheers to the queen and her breast friends. Girl, mm-hmm. the, the, I'm telling you, the dialogue just makes me yeah. holler out loud. And then when she says, what, what would Daniel Day-Lewis do in this instance? She's going to take over tire. I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, the writing on the show is outstanding. It's and then so I caught good. this, too. I caught this, too. So there was somebody standing there with like a chalkboard, and it said, "Remember my name, shame." I hollered because that's like a direct reference to "Remember my name, fame" to the Fame movie from the. Yeah, I'm older oh, than you. Okay. I didn't know that. I, I didn't. It. Remember my name, fame. I'm gonna live forever. Yeah, that's oh, it. I know that song. Okay, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, like I said, I'm older than you, so I got that. But um, moving on through the rest of the the show, um, and then I caught this too. I catch everything, and then they're like, "Oh yeah." So as there's as her friends, so now her friends, Amanda's friends, have shown up at the fair, yes. and we're thinking they're there to support her or come mm-hmm. and, and try to convince her to come home. And we find out later that that's not the truth. But while they're sitting there being disgusted, especially um, Morgan, Morgan mm-hmm. being disgusted, we see this guy walk by. I'm like, did that guy have a boner? We had to rewind it. We re- we, we rewound. <laughs> yes, yes, hundred percent. Yes, and he was just like, dun, 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 and on dun, purpose. Like that was, was how the, it was. That is amazing. Yes. But I if you weren't looking, 
if you weren't looking, you wouldn't have thought. Because mm-hmm. I, I saw Easter egg. Yeah, yeah. I saw him walking, nice. and I thought there had to be a large Easter egg. Yes, I might be a little offended by that it, one. It was a large Easter egg. Like it was, it was a little more than medium size. Oh, let's no. just say that. But he was, he was walking by, and I'm like, there has to be a reason why this dude is walking by here slowly. So I looked down, and there it was. That's like, amazing. I can't believe I never caught that. Yeah, I well, care. and then I Morgan had a reaction to it too. She was like, "Oh, what is that?" And I was like, "Yep, that was definitely intentional." Yeah, that was. Well, because Morgan's going through this whole thing that we find out mm-hmm. about her um, ex boss assaulted her, and that's why she is so against um, everything that's happening to Amanda in this episode. And she's really trying to um, get Amanda or get. Um, yeah, get Amanda on board with being a feminist and she's like calling her out about it and how everyone's treated and it's just this really interesting line where Amanda's like, this is the fair, you can be free to be sexual and then um, Morgan's on the other end being like, no, you're being objectified and sexualized. So it's a really fine line that they're addressing about this. They're having a whole hashtag Me Too moment. I'm interested on your thoughts about this because I do see both sides. Absolutely. And I think, and I know Jamie Dembo, she her sort of approach to it is you can't like you really can take it either way it's sort of what you go into the fair for or expecting and and as people who are Rennies will tell you like my costume is not consent right so just (laughs) because you're in like a bustier it's it's for a lot of women it's a chance to feel sexy and sexual and and people who are different shapes from the, the the runway, you know what I mean, to feel sexy and enjoy that, enjoy like mutual flirting. I think it's viewed by people who love the run fair as mutual flirting. And obviously, if anyone crosses a line, they cross a line and you take them down. Um, but I but I understand why someone who is not in a place for that or or takes it a different way or has had a different experience just in general would take offense. I mean, it really can go either way, and I think it it's up to the person. It's almost like a comedy okay. show. You walk in, and you know you might be insulted, you might be but you know <laughs> it's that's supposed to be funny. That's yeah. where you are. But I could see, right, coming from the outside, especially with previous experience, how you might not like that. Right. Totally. I love that they did write that, too, because I feel like it complicates the situation so much. Like, I never even had thought the way that, you know, she was thinking. I was right. like, oh, it's a Ren fair. Like, it's a right. fun it's little... Like and exactly. Yeah. And, like, it's all about turkey legs yeah, and, like, costumes <laughs> and all of that. And I'm like, oh, she's, like, she's right. I understand why she would think that. Because I think it's because it's also in, like, the sort of Elizabethan language where, like, you don't yes. really process, like, how it could be right. taken. So I love right. how they like, didn't shy away from that and just dove right in and really made it a storyline instead of kind of trying to work their way around it. And I don't think they do answer it. Like, I think it is sort of up to the viewer to decide. Going back to the great writing behind this series, I think mixing in the humor and the laughter, and like you said, you wouldn't expect that to be there, but the fact that they do tie in these really serious topics amidst the humor, I think, is that perfect balance of getting your message across without making it this dark and, you know, kind of depressing thing. Completely. Agreed. But this was the thing, and, and they that's a good point. And the way they kind of tied it up and put like a little nice bow on it at the end is when um, Amanda says that a lot of times we get caught up in our own limitations of what we think we should be, but we should be in the present and be in the now. I wrote that down. I love yeah, that. I, I love that. So I was like, that's how they kind of like tied a nice little bow yeah. on everything. But in line with that questioning, on set for this show, did were y'all did y'all have like that free kind of like we just gonna go with the flow kind of yes. thing it and was, people were just you everyone know. was just so supportive and loving to one another it just it 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 didn't even 
we never had anything other than total respect. And not in a stiff, like, I respect you. I'm, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Just, like, a really awesome atmosphere. It does seem Great. very natural. And I wanted to know, like, if there's anything that you guys did all together, like, either offset or, like, between takes that made this sort of, like, family, I think that's what they call yes, it, it, sort, sort of happened. It did have a behind the scenes, like, it was like a family within a fair, like a fair <laughs> within a fair. It's just, like, I remember this one night early on in one of the early episodes, we have a big bonfire I think that was mm-hmm. maybe the last episode. Mm-hmm. And so between takes, we would all go back to the tent and play, like, Cards Against Humanity. And yes. have a guitar. <laughs> and someone singing. And, you know what I mean? It's, it was very silly and of the spirit of the show. I love and that. And late nights together. And it was warm because we were in Simi Valley. And I was going to ask, yeah. where did you guys shoot this in Simi, Simi Valley? Valley. We had one night that it was, I think, 100 at midnight. <gasps> oh, Shut God. Oh, I know. Well, because you said this filmed last year, so it was in the summertime, too. It was pretty intense. And I mean, on that crazy hot day, I think during the day, it was a hot summer. They were insane. It was, I think it was like 117 during the day, but no one was in Renaissance. We all were in like, happened to be shooting civilian things that (laughs) day. Wow. That would have been hateful if y'all were in Renaissance clothes. Totally. I remember last summer was really nasty with the temperature here. We had some like Las Vegas weather. Mm -hmm. It was really especially the valley. Even the last couple weeks, it's been. I was gonna say this week it was a little ugly. There was one day where it was like 110. I'm like, what the hell is going on? This is not Las Vegas. What is happening right now? This is June. We're not even in. You know what I mean? It's not even summer. Okay. Yeah, it is record breaking. I feel like I heard. I was not feels like it if not. And if not, I say it feels like it. According to me, it I was is. Did you have days where the costume was, you're like, this is too much today, I can't think? No, they were great about, we. they would have misting tents for the background actors. Oh, that's good. And for us, and it really is the crew who takes the brunt of it. Because oh. they, I mean, they can, they could do little moments of cooling, but they're, they don't get, like, scenes off. And it's a single camera show, right? Yeah, yeah, they're amazing. Yeah. It's Truly amazing crew. So for you guys listening or watching that don't know what a single camera show, a single camera show is where they literally have one camera but for different angles. And so what they'll do is they'll do everybody's close-ups and then they'll do all the wide shots, And but it takes forever. Like it can easily be like an 18-21 hour day. Right. And we did often, sometimes we did have two cameras running, but still it's it's... It's not like a multicam, right? Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's still a It's not coverage. like multicam where you have all these different, like, you could do a close-up and a wide shot, and you can do all these shots at one time. It's not like that. Like, like you will take the same scene, like the scene that they did where they were doing the... the like, the ballet, do, yeah. Yeah, the, the dance moves in yeah. the tent. Like, that probably took, what, two hours? Probably, yeah. Yeah, see. Sort of speaking of that, I was curious, because I know you do a lot of things other than just acting, too. Like, you're a writer, you've produced, and I know Lifetime is great about giving, like, female directors, like, a really great shots and know they did that like on Unreal and a couple of yeah, other other shows. Amazing. Is that something you'd be interested in exploring? That uh, They're great. It's I was just up at Austin at the TV festival and um, Tanya Lopez was talking about how Lifetime, a big part of their mission is to give women not just like an acting job but to give them directing jobs yeah. or writing jobs and, and, and that you can have dual tracks and you don't have to, st- she said, she made a big thing about uh, you don't have to stay in your lane. You yeah, know, and mm-hmm. and I really think they support that and are behind that. And definitely, I'm a writer, and and would you know at some point probably entertain directing. Um, but I love writing, and I love writing diverse stories and 
gender balanced stories, and I think that's like a nice home for it. And yeah. so that's part of my my other mission, my second path mission. Well, it's You're like Amanda about. said, why put those limitations on yourself? Do totally what you want to do. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Totally well, you wrote um, Thirty Mile, right? Thirty Miles from Nowhere. Yeah. Thirty Miles from Nowhere. Yeah. That was you wrote it and produced it. Yes. Okay. And um, that was probably an, a beast to do, like all like coming up with everything, doing like a your it, own production and everything. Um, how was how was that? Like, it was amazing. I did it with a producing partner. Like producing solo I, would be very hard. Yeah. <laughs> My friend Kelly Demerit and I both produced it, and we had this mission going in that we were going to have a a diverse and a fifty percent female cast and crew. So in front of and behind the camera, and that's what we Incredible. had, and it made for a we had a note. A hole rule and <laughs> I like that, which I made it really that. nice. And and I we hope to do more for that reason. Just wanting to tell stories that sort of reflect the world around us. Well, yeah. Speaking yeah. of missions, we have some missions here at AfterBuzz TV, don't we, Taylor? Yes, we just wanted to say thank you guys so much for being so supportive of AfterBuzz and for us to continue to grow and keep doing these awesome shows. We need your help. If you're on YouTube right now, hit that thumbs up button and if and subscribe. And if you're on iTunes, give us a five star rating. The other ones don't work. It has to be five. <laughs> no matter where you are, leave us a comment so you can get involved in this conversation. We love having you guys in the live chat. I love reading your comments. Like the next morning, it's like my morning newspaper on like Monday morning, seeing what you guys had to say about this episode and the show. Being a part of AfterBuzz has meant so much to all of us, and we truly appreciate you supporting us and doing what we love. Do not forget to tell your friends and keep enjoying our shows. Yes, well, thank For you, Miss Taylor. Of course. So, what would you say were your top three moments? We, we, we already mentioned one of the top three moments for the show was the hashtag MeToo <laughs> moment of the show, but what would you say were your other two top moments for this episode, you guys? I loved Brian and Juan. His name was, yeah, Juan on Andres. Oh, Juan Andres. Yes, guys. Oh, that was lovely. I was so here for it. It was so just like sweet and pure and wholesome and I loved them so much. And it was I ship so nerdy. It, okay? I it, ship it so hard. It was so nerdy. It was totally like a seventh grade thing but I was there for all of it. I said that when we were watching it too. What was another moment that you guys would, would say? Or Shauna, do you remember? Oh, I mean, I love all the moments. I love that couple. They're so I cute. love that couple. They're so beautiful. Are we going to see more of them? Lots more of them, maybe? <laughs> She's like, I can see that. It's lifetime, y'all. So, yes. Not cinematic. But, um, she said not cinematic. We will enjoy their journey together. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, well, they're then, amazing. Well, then there's that. And now, remember at the beginning of the show, I said we would have some moments. So, now we're going to pop on over to this millennial moment by my girl Kelsey. Yes! Alright, we have a millennial moment about medieval um, facts. So, today's fact on the Ren Fair, I'm going to tell you that the largest Ren Fair in the U.S. is in Texas! I mean, everything's bigger in Texas, right? So it only makes sense. So, the Ren Fair is located 55 miles north of Houston in Todd Mission, Texas. I know where Houston's at. Ha, don't I'm gonna have to look at a map for Todd Mission. Um, there are over 500 costume performers there wow. and 17 stages. Um, plus, there are about 500,000 people who attend that fair each year. So, this is signed off by the internet as to quote this episode. And we have a road trip into Todd Mission. And Lorraine. In the chat room, my girl Lorraine, she is all in it to win it. She said her favorite moments were when she is winch 
and Judge oh. Fear. I love those too, Miss Lorraine. <laughs> they were pure comedy. And now we got some news with Miss Haley J. We do. So I wanted to kind of talk about. Wait for that music. All right, now jump the gun. So Jamie Denbo, she's the crew. Sorry, yeah. I'm getting excited. She's the creator, and I thought based on Amanda's relationship, and it starts off with her being cheated on. I thought it was very cool that Jamie, the creator, actually has quite the opposite case for herself. She and her husband have been together for 20 years. They're both writers. They're both in the industry. And what I thought was really great is she said that what makes me and John unique is that we're both sort of at the same level of struggle and success, and maybe always have been. She said, we're definitely always two steps forward, one steps back, sometimes two steps back, one step forward, but we're always on the same floor near each other on the staircase. It's clear that she's a writer. I mean, come on. Yeah, who that, says was that? Oh, that was very poetic. I, I, just, I love seeing that this show starts with a broken relationship, yet the writer and creator has such a strong one. So I like to think, in my mind, that's foreshadowing what we're going to see with Amanda and David. Ooh, Can I put that in? I want to see that happen. So I thought that was very cool to see such a strong, stable relationship in Hollywood. Yes. <laughs> They're John, amazing. They're great. John yeah. was in the show, too. You saw him. He was the one, the ex. Yes, Maggie's he's ex. Maggie's ex-boyfriend. Oh, yeah. oh, he then is like a gauge, that little chippy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh we right? were not having well, that. I know. I was like, we were not well, having I know. that. Did you, well, you were like, I was, she's in high-waisted shorts. I was like, why is she wearing? I was not having that at all. I was I like, she was Thank too- you for having my Yes, back. girl. I got I your back. Oh, look, I am. All, I'm like, God save the queen. <laughs> God save the queen or God save the queen. Can I sneak in another little question that I just have to ask with you producing? Is there any part of when you're in actor mode, is it hard to turn off producer mode? So in the back of your head, are you like, I would have done this differently? No. Oh, my God. Not even at all. It's such a relief. Because the movie was my first, like, Big, big, bigger producing sort of experience. It is so much work. It is like a joy to just. Oh, good. So you be can an enjoy actor on the show. It. Yeah, yeah. I don't even think about it. I'm like, you're on your own. Tell me what to do. <laughs> I love See it. if you can make it work. <laughs> no, that's right. Well, speaking of making things work, what do we think is going to happen next week? Because as we were coming out of this episode, we found out that Amanda's mom had OD'd, but we knew she wasn't dead because when they showed the trailer, <laughs> she was sitting there talking. So I was kind of, I was like, that would have been such a downer. If she had Right. Very different show. Although, Carla, you said our faces were all so dramatic. Our faces were like, what the hell is going on? Why is she dying? That's the prediction. <laughs> we were like, we're all just like, because we're all very chatty, as you can tell. And when that happened, we were all like, oh, 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 So we already know that that's going to go down. But what do we think, what do we think is going to happen once she finds out that her mother's still living? Okay, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't want to <laughs> accuse anyone of anything. I don't know if she actually OD'd. I don't know if it's just a plot. Ooh, so you're making it Yes, I kind of do. I mean, if she, 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 she would. I wouldn't put it past them, you guys. <laughs> I'm wondering, though, since we've seen, like, some of her friends from, like, non-Ren Fair friends come into the Ren Fair, I think it would be really fun to see some of her Ren Fair friends, like, go home with her. I would love yes. to see Delilah go I home with her. I do, too. Because yes. Delilah would just read people. I think it'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> Delilah would just let folk have it with that smile on her that. face. Exactly. She'd be like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> We'll talk to Molly about that when she comes, because yes. she's coming over here, too. Yes. But yes, Hollis, this so. is what I think is going to happen. I think you're right about that. I also think that we're gonna. We saw a glimpse of Brian and Amanda starting to become friends because he feels I like, sorry, girl, I but know. he feels like you were not there I for know. him. I know, I know. Well, 
we'll get the magic back. He felt like you were not there for him, and he was like, so I'm going to have to reach out to somebody else and give me a new best friend. So I, I think know, that's going to cause some issues. The but maybe the on cream can come to that side. I'm like, what, drinking that rosé without me, just <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I think we're gonna see more of Amanda come to that face to face struggle with her past life and this new life and I think with the this most recent episode when she learned that her friends only came because her mom sent her I think that really hurt her so she's either gonna leave once and for all or stay conflicted for a while but I think we'll dive deeper into those feelings Ooh, look at you. You were all deep with that. I, I get that she way. Was, it was I very psychological, wasn't it? Last week, too. Right? Yeah. She, she was giving me Barbara Walters in that moment. Yeah. I was like, what is going on? Oh, turtleneck, too? You're looking great. I know, she yeah. in it. All she needed was like a little thing of pearls. I'm I like, wish I could say Haley. this is like the first time I've done that. I always do this. <laughs> always. Analyze mode. I love I it. Awesome. So, Miss Shauna, what, what? What kind of little pearls can you leave with us today, if anything? Could you, like, give us a little hinty hint about um, of what's to come? Let's Especially see. with the queen. With the queen. I love calling you the queen. Like, I'm not feeling calling yeah. you Maggie. That's just way I too know. pedestrian for me. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, I do know that, that Amanda starts to sort of throw down in a way that she and Maggie have to, she and the queen sort of, we have to work through some things together. Oh. And, um, and um, yes, because Amanda has some ideas for the fair. Oh. oh. Only room so, for one queen. Yeah, that's yes. exactly right. Mm-hmm. So, a little throwing down. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it's so going to be a girl fight. Yeah. I'm there for all of it. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what? <laughs> I am there for all of that. I was so excited to know that you were coming here because I love your character so much. I love you on this show so much. I really, really enjoy you. Jamie and Genji were so right on the money in casting you. I don't know who else was up for the part. And honestly, I don't really care. (laughs) This one's fine. Because because it was your gig to have, honey. It was your gig to lose and you did not lose it. You got it and you wear it out every week and we are so grateful for it. Thank you so much. And your eyes are popping. I'm always staring not to be weirdo, but I'm like, (laughs) your eyes are so pretty and blue and that costume brings it out. White Walker (laughs) lenses. Uh It's my Game of Thrones lenses. What else, do like have, a soft brown. what else do you have coming up? Because I know you guys have already wrapped American we Princess. Have wrapped. So what I else visit, are you doing? Um, I visit Claws for oh, a few right, episodes. Yeah. And that's my other favorite season. girl. I told you, I was telling her before we got on the air, I love me some Claws and some Nisi mm. Nash. That is my show. Those ladies are me And the men, because I'm married to one of them. Oh, they're good too. <laughs> mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. they're amazing. They are there's some amazing. Can you give us any hints about what you're doing over at Claws? And Claws is on TNT, by the way. Okay, mm-hmm. so next. <laughs> I am. Uh, I try and uh, date one of the gentlemen on that show. Ooh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you just a all... hoe everywhere you go. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just need to get. I because I'm married. I got two kids, so <laughs> I take it where I can. I, <laughs> you do have some fun characters. I feel yeah, like this I is do. a fun show totally. to be on. Good atmosphere. Oh my gosh, totally, totally. Both, both. Yeah, they're both like festive. 
supportive, happy sex. Just going to work today. Just go, exactly. Yeah. It is not always, usually I'm like the victim's mother or like. <laughs> not the victim's mother. Just got like raped in the back alley. I'm going to cry for her. Switch it up a little bit today. But that, yeah. that builds and speaks on your experience. You have all these dynamic roles and it's only making you better. Clearly, you're killing thank it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. You really As are killing it. But it's yeah. nice. Yeah. So, again, thank you so much thank for coming. You for Where can people you. find you on social media if they want to reach out and holla at the queen? Holla at the queen, <laughs> Shauna Kofet on Instagram and Twitter. Cool. Yeah. Got it. And Kofet is spelled K O F O E D. Yes. Yes. Nicely done. There's a little Danish. That's why Carla is Carla. <laughs> and where can we find you, ladies? Let's start with Taylor. Yeah, you guys can find me on Twitter at alphabet underscore Ann and on Instagram at Taylor underscore Gates underscore. And I have the best time. Instagram and Twitter at HeyJHAYJ underscore. And I'm Kelsey Hightower, and you can find me at, at Kels Hightower. I like to keep it simple. I'm All sorry. over on Twitter and Instagram. She could barely get her handle out because she was cracking up so hard. I am your host, Carla Renata. You can find me across all social media platforms at The Curvy Critic. You can also find me right before this, a couple of hours before this, over at AfterBuzz on the GH Report or the General Hospital After Show, as we like to call it. And then at 5 o'clock, you can find me at Black Hollywood Live with my very own movie review show, The Curvy Critic with Carla Renata at Black Hollywood Live, 5 p.m. on Sundays. So, until the next time, you guys, thank you again, Miss Shauna Cole. Thank you. And hail the queen. Hail the queen. God save the queen. God save the queen. And until the next time, y'all ready? Yes. Huzzah! Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.